0: In today's episode, we talk about absolutely nothing because this is an extras episode for what month is it? I don't know. April! Yay! yeah 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 whatever (laughs) we don't need to play all that music now do we (laughs) oh man so what has been going on this month oh geez um so first things first this is the show about the show i guess the episode about the show things that are going on in the show or in real life that aren't really um Specifically oriented to family or fatherly advice. As a matter of fact, I probably should ask you for some, some advice considering some of the things that have happened this month. Um, but um, it's April. Uh, most of the snow and ice is mostly gone from Anchorage. <clears throat> we haven't done any grilling yet. <laughs> and a reason I say that is because basically whenever I start grilling, that's whenever. Good times are here, you know, we're outside doing stuff, and yeah, so the official grill season hasn't quite hit yet, so that's one way of putting it. Um, What else? So we're in the middle of Passover, actually, technically we're at the end of Passover. Passover is going to end in about an hour of me recording this or saying this, and so, um, so if you don't know what Passover is, Passover is the Jewish holiday where... Um, essentially you were celebrating the Exodus story, if you will. Um, And so there's a lot of stuff that goes into it, a lot of symbolic stuff. And so we had our Passover Seder last Friday, and um, it was okay. Um, (laughs) Our daughter was having some issues, and we kept the kids home from school, and we're still kind of struggling with that some of the fatherly things that you probably would have to deal with and having to uh having a teenage girl in your life um as a daughter (laughs) and um yeah so it it didn't quite go off the way we wanted to but um it it seemed to flow fairly well so that was kind of nice but um Most people typically have their Passover Seder, and they have people that would come over and enjoy that with them. And it's essentially a a telling, and there's five questions, and there's all kinds of stuff, and you eat specific things. And um, so one of those is matzah, and matzah is a flat, dry, really dry bread, and kind of like a cracker. Uh, It's mostly tasteless, um, technically, during Passover, you're not supposed to have a flavored matzo, you know, like with salt and um, other good stuff like garlic or whatever. Um, yeah, so it's not so great <laughs> uh, of a meal, but it can be pretty good. Um, typically, this time of year, sometimes I'm actually grilling at this point, but I was too tired. And, you know, I'm still, I wouldn't say I'm still getting over bronchitis, but but I'm definitely feeling you know, still a little tired and not a hundred percent, um, kind of like in some ways what COVID did to me. But, uh, anyway, Passover dinner. Um, so during Passover, you're not supposed to eat eat 11. So that's typically bread, um, or other things that, that would have that in there. So if you're not into bread, Hey man, Passover's (laughs) made for you. Um, but uh, believe it or not, there's yeast in, in quite a bit of things. And there's also a lot of confusion. And I kind of let my wife just deal with it the way she wants to do it. And sometimes she says, "Sure, year we can't do this. <laughs> or we can't do this anymore. And I'm like, man, I just wanted to know <laughs> what it was I was going to eat for the rest of the week. And, um, yeah, it, it, it's a bit of a challenge. So I'm thankful that Passover is at an end. So my tradition, (laughs) adapting these things and making our own traditions. So Passover is called the Feast of Unleavened Bread, right? So, because the matzah is unleavened and it's baked in a hurry and yeah, I think it's less than eight minutes or something like that. So I've got my own particular (laughs) celebration or ritual or tradition. So you have... The Feast of Unleavened Bread, which goes for seven, eight days, something like that. Um, Afterwards, we have the Feast of Krispy Kreme. So, you haven't been able to eat bread. You haven't been able to eat all these sweets and and good things and puffy and leaven and that type of stuff. So, away we go to Krispy Kreme. So, as soon as I'm done with this, I'm going to get ready and grab the kids. And we're going to go to Krispy Kreme and get donuts. And we're also going to... Uh, try and convert our neighbors to <laughs> embracing this tradition as well. Uh, we've been doing it for several years now. I think since the kids were were born. Actually, no, I think it's been longer than that. I don't know. But anyway, it's, it's a fun tradition. Um, I'm totally with it, obviously. And um, yeah, donuts. Donuts for dinner. <laughs> it's a great thing. Uh, let's see. You know, what else has been going on this month? Um, you know, I tell people all the time I've got a photographic memory, and that's because I, t- I usually take a lot of photos. Um, in the past, I don't know, six months or something like that, does, that necessarily hasn't really happened. Um, let's see. So my wife and uh, my daughter went and got uh, makeovers last night, so that was pretty interesting. Um, spent about $300 on makeup, (laughs) get texts and calls. Is this okay? Well, I guess since it was my idea, sure. And it was a way that my daughter and my wife could do some bonding and um, let's face it. My wife is not like a girly girl. She's kind of a tomboy, kind of has always been that way. She's beautiful um doesn't typically need to wear makeup, but when she does wear makeup, she's even more beautiful. And um yeah, so I guess our daughter doesn't get the full exposure to what a woman typically does. And that's okay. But um there there's been some things going on and, and so we just wanted to maybe help show what goes on in a family and what the stereotypical family looks like. And it's fine to be atypical and, um, outside the norm, outside the box, but, um, she'd never really kind of seen it. And in the past two years during the pandemic, things have, have been a challenge for her and it's, it's been a challenge for me, obviously since last Friday. Um, having to process a a lot of this information and me and my wife have these heated conversations back and forth. And really all that matters in this world to me is my love for, for them, my daughter, my wife, my son, and the cats and my family. That's really all that, that matters to me. And, um, yeah. So, I mean, Trying to navigate in, in, in those waters can can be a bit of a challenge, you know, like you're, you're a negotiator. <laughs> um, you know, and as the so-called leader of the family, the person that makes the decisions, um, sometimes you don't always feel that way. <laughs> um, and, and sometimes you don't want to make those decisions, um, honestly. But um anyway, so they went and got makeovers. Um they had some fun, so uh, our daughter's got her hair cut and she's gotten it colored and so she's doing all these things that she wants to do. And um normally we just wouldn't think about doing it or whatnot. So um I think they enjoyed it. Um, you know, they got to spend some time together. Conan's been having his drum lessons. Um And so for him, we're getting him his own cymbals. <laughs> Sounds kind of weird. He's got a drum kit. It's an electric one. Um, in the beginning, it was great. And probably realistically for most people, an electric drum kit is pretty good. Now, it was fairly cheap. Um, so the cymbals don't react like a typical cymbal, you know, in the drum world. So if you don't know what a cymbal is, it's the big shiny things, the discs that make loud noises, crash, and whatnot. <clears throat> so he's been playing with these electric ones, and they don't have the same feel. So at, in his drum class, he's got an electric drum kit, but with real cymbals. And it's the cymbals are kind of one of his favorite things. So I told him, I was like, I'll get you some. So I got some, and they're um, practice ones, or indoor ones i guess they've got holes all in them so they kind of look like uh cheese graters (laughs) but circular and the noise is much much uh reduced so it's pretty cool so he's he's gonna be super happy about it uh in a lot of ways he he seems like he's tommy lee from motley crew um at least behind the drums he's spinning the sticks and he's doing dance moves and He's spinning cymbals like a DJ. It's it's chaos. <laughs> but he's having fun and he's really into it. And um, yeah, as a musician of sorts, uh, not really a good one, but uh, I guess in my spare time, whatever spare time I have that I dedicate to it, um, guitars and stuff like that, I've always wanted my own drummer, so we decided we make one. Um, in the business world, things have been great. Uh, Business is picking up quite a bit in Anchorage and the surrounding area. um, Interesting to note, um, a couple days ago, the uh, National Weather Service for Anchorage put out something, it was a tweet, and basically said that tonight marks the first night of the year without complete darkness in the Anchorage area. So the sky won't darken past astronomical twilight or the level of light observed when the sun is 12 to 18 degrees below the horizon. And so true darkness won't return until August 25th. Um, so what does that mean? That means pretty much it doesn't get fully dark. Uh, it gets kind of twilighty kind of dark and, and that's about it. And so real true darkness won't come back until August, almost the end of summer. So that's pretty, pretty cool for us. We we're into that. <laughs> So I'm looking back through my pictures, and I also saw that there was a old white dude with big white beard, wearing all black and a black top hat down the street. And I had to take a picture of that. That was that was pretty interesting. Uh, let's see what else. My wife rearranged our bedroom, technically her bedroom and her bed. Um, moved everything opposite each other within like an hour. Um, it's always funny. Like, she'll ask me for help with certain things, and, you know, as if, like, oh, I can't lift that. And then she'll move the entire house within an hour by herself, and I'm like, how do you do this? I swear, she's, like, freakishly strong, <laughs> or is just a master mover. Um, either way. Um, what else? What else? The cats have been doing their own thing. Um, uh, if you listen to our previous episode, I did some home improvement stuff around the house. Um, the kids have been running around doing a bunch of stuff. Um, they've missed quite a bit of school. They were out of school again today uh, because they had sore throats. So the educational curve keeps dipping downwards. Um, yeah. So, I mean... The big stuff there, I guess, I mean, I guess you could call it the big stuff. Um, I upgraded some of my recording equipment for the podcast. I got a microphone, which if you're not into tech stuff, just, well, I guess you're listening. So I'll tell you about it. (laughs) It's called an Electro Voice RE20. And so this is a microphone that has been used by Stevie Wonder and all these different people throughout um history since the sixties. Um it's a really great mic. It eliminates a lot of background noise, which um, you know, realistically, you listen to this podcast. If you gave me some feedback, I could probably make things better, but um that's okay. I love you guys, no matter what. But um I don't know how you guys listen to me. I don't know if it's in a car or on headphones or um you know, you're sitting in front of your computer and you're on speakers. I mean, I really don't know. As a matter of fact, I don't really know who you guys are, <laughs> but I know you listen. And um, in the podcasting world, people spend a lot of money on podcasting in general, equipment. Um, I don't even want to tell you what I've spent on my current setup. But needless to say, for for us as podcasters, usually you kind of want to get better and and do more with it and kind of up your game, so to speak. You know, you, you want to, you want to do it better or more, more professionally. And, um, that's why I got another microphone <laughs> in a nutshell, um, to help make it sound better for you. So I'm spending money. I don't make any money off this zero. As a matter of fact, this podcast costs me money all the time, but you know what? As long as one of you guys, girls, people, Whoever you are, or listening. Um, it's a thousand percent worth it. So, thanks for thank thank you for listening. Um, it really, really, truly means a lot to me. And um, if you notice that I sound better, I guess, on this microphone or sound worse, um, I'd love it if you if you told us. Here's where I plug the website and Instagram and Twitter and stuff like that. If you go to ynmfshow.com if you have the time, you know, you could do that on your cell phone right now. You could see a little bit more about us, see some pictures and other stuff and memes and other fun things. Maybe get to interact with us, leave us a comment. Maybe I could talk directly to you. You could ask me a question, I could give you an answer or something funny. I could show you <laughs> Pictures of cats. Um, Yeah, I sound desperate. (laughs) Please talk to me. (laughs) Oh, man. You know, uh, it's kind of funny. Um, So I I talk to customers and people all day. And a lot of times, by the time I come home, I'm ready to not talk to anybody. But on the flip side of things, I kind of am ready to talk to somebody. I get these scammers that will send me messages all the time. Um, and, it, and it's honestly, it's really hard to tell who is legit and, and who is not. Um, but more often than not, I, I err on the side of caution. But I got this uh, text the other day. I might have already deleted it. But, um, oh, yeah, here we go. So I, I forget what area code it was from. I think it was Boston. It says, I will be leaving for the L.A. after I finish the work at hand. By the way, how is your contract going? And I'm like, I have no idea who is who this person is, whether they're talking about L.A. is in Louisiana or L.A. is in lower Alabama. I'm sorry, Louisiana or lower Alabama or Los Angeles. I don't know. But it got me kind of curious. I was like, who is this? <laughs> I am kind of interested. I would like to talk to somebody like this. Um, It's kind of funny. I spent like 20 or 30 minutes the other day talking to a scammer. And it it seemed like a legit kind of conversation. But I was just like, well, what do scammers want? They want money. What do they not want? They don't want to waste their time. And I was like, well, I could try to have a conversation with a scammer and waste their time and see what happens from there. So I did that and I was like, hmm, kind of cool. Um, yeah. So I, I don't fall for scammers. Um, uh, thankfully, I mean, I guess, I mean, I'm I'm not trying to tempt fate here and be like, Oh, please, please try and scam me. Please do it, do it. (laughs) But, um, there's, there's a lot of stuff going on out there. Um, and, and I guess if I was to try to put some wisdom into this episode about something, I mean, I guess it would be scammers. Um, there's a lot of people out there that are that are pretty good about it. Like, you know, they've done the research. They've gone out and done pictures or, or copied stuff. Or, you know, they, they've, they've got it down to a science, you know. As a matter of fact, there's lots of YouTube videos on people that go out of their way to mess with scammers. And get them in trouble or, you know... Take them to the cleaners from uh, as far as money goes, or, or you know, get them arrested or, or whatever. It, it's interesting to see that you know these are real businesses that employs cameras. Excuse me, I just split a candy bar with my daughter a little while ago. Oh, I gotta make room for Krispy Kreme. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean they're they're in corporate office buildings in places outside of the United States. I don't know of any ones that are actually in the United States, but, um, you know, they've got HR departments and, um, insurance and all this other stuff. And it's, it's strange, you know, you've got like a business that who is interested in you and getting your money. Now, obviously, you know, they don't want to come after somebody who is going to lead them down a rabbit hole and not. Give them money or not fall prey to their scam because guess what? Time is money. They can, there's always another fish out in the sea. They can, they can go after another one. Um, but you gotta, if something seems to be too good to be true, it probably is. Same way with a relationship. Most relationships that are too good to be true, um, probably are. You know, the whole, um, sugar daddy, sugar mama type scenarios or, um, as a matter of fact, maybe you don't know about what a sugar daddy sugar mama scenario is. Um, a lot of times what a sugar, <laughs> I guess I was doing some research for a book and I, I started going down this path of trying to understand what this whole thing was and get some more details. Cause I had a, a really interesting idea for a book. And at some point I just said, no, I don't even want to write that. I don't want to do this. Um, so I just kind of, Drop that project completely. It sounded pretty cool at first, but um, it basically, it was going to be a twist on, on the Faustine legend or, or mythos. And um, it could have been cool, but um, I don't know. It, it, it was just really weird. It was, I don't know. Sad. Just, I don't know. But I mean, essentially what it is, is people, it's, it's like a mild form or kind of prostitution of some sort. Um, and some people get sucked into a relationship where, yeah, you know, they've developed feelings for somebody and they believe that that relationship is actually genuine. And in fact, it's not. It's really more of a they need something from somebody. So in lightest case, like prostitution is essentially, hey, give me sex. <laughs> And I will give you money. Well, sugaring, I guess, is more of, I'll give you sex in exchange for things. Maybe it's not money, maybe it's clothes, maybe it's jewelry, um, (laughs) or, you know, whatever, technology, guns, guitars, or, or, or whatever, you know, if the roles are reversed. You know, it's just somebody giving something in exchange for something else and I didn't get too far into it before I, I just I didn't want to read anymore I didn't want to see anymore I was just like this is just not for me but I did realize that in various parts of my life that something like this had happened to me in various shapes or forms and it's not too dissimilar from what you would call a marriage convenience where somebody gets married to somebody they're rich or because they're powerful or they have something that they want. Um, So it's, I don't know, but scams being scams, (laughs) people taking advantage of you is is something you have to watch out for. Um, I I think from a self-respect standpoint, if you don't have a lot of respect for yourself or you don't have confidence in yourself or, or you don't believe in yourself You could be more susceptible to these types of things. But I would say on the flip side, too, if you're overly confident or arrogant, you can also be susceptible to this type of stuff. I think the best advice I could give you is just be wary, be cautious. I'm not saying don't trust people, but let them earn that trust. Just don't give it willy-nilly. I guess, you know, here I am, I'm gullible, you know, I do believe anybody. Um, you know, I kind of wish that we could be like that, you know, from, a, I don't know, like a, spir- a spiritual perspective, like the Dalai Lama or a holy person, something where, you know, they believe in love and, Compassion and, and humankind and, and being good to one another. Um, you know, I wish it could be that way. I wish we could all be that understanding and compassionate towards one another. But it's really difficult whenever something bad happens to you to put a negative slant on it. I'll give you an example. I hear people talk about how bad guys are. You know, guys... <laughs> I only want one thing. Um, you know, and there's the, these comments seem to come from this jaded type of perspective, somebody wronged somebody, and it's influenced my position. You know, I'm jaded. I am influenced. And I feel this way because of the things that happened to me, you know, and it, it's a sword that cuts both ways. No matter what guys, women, whatever. Um, I think the best thing that we can do as people, fathers, mothers, sons, daughters, whoever, um, is if something bad happened to you, you can't hold that against other people. Everybody has to be essentially equal. If somebody does something bad to you, if somebody scams you, and it's a woman, (laughs) hypothetically, you can't be a woman hater because of what one person did. It's kind of like what, you know, the bad news that cops have. It's like, well, this cop did this. Well, all cops are bad. You know, it's it's the one bad apple. You know, one bad apple spoils the whole bunch. It's just, it's illogical. It's something that we just shouldn't do. And people in general just tend to do that. And I'll, I'll admit it, you know. I've done it too. And sometimes I do it myself, but I'm always making conscious effort to not do it. I think, you know, rampant masculinity, rampant feminism, rampant, uh, racism, even, uh, political, you know, far right, far left or radical, you know, all these things that are obviously gone too far come from a probable source, you know, like either learned or they're taught or it it comes from a position of experience and they're, they're putting it off on somebody else whenever they don't, they shouldn't have to, they don't, it just shouldn't happen. Yeah. You know, I mean, I guess it's okay if you don't like tomatoes, (laughs) Or you've been to a restaurant and it was horrible and you don't want to go back. Like, admittedly, I'm not a fan of Applebee's. I'm just not. I've I've had bad experiences with Applebee's. not really horrible, but just it wasn't my cup of tea. And I just don't want to go back to any one of them. Um, Not to say I wouldn't give them a chance, but it's just not my cup of tea. So we're almost at 30 minutes. (laughs) I don't know if anybody can just listen to me ramble for 30 minutes, but be a good person. Try to have some compassion, love, and understanding for your fellow human beings. Don't get caught up in scams, (laughs) but also be open to trusting people and loving other people. Do some good. And I'll say this do random acts of kindness. Just do it. Somebody's going to remember that. As sure as somebody did something bad to somebody and they remember it and it follows with them for a long time. If you do something good for somebody randomly, couldn't it have the same type of consequences, but in a good way? Could be. I don't know. But I'll tell you this. This is, uh, yeah, I I don't know. I'm just trying a new format here. So I'm just going to tell you good vibes only babies. I love you. Y'all take care. Here comes the music. It's not the normal music, but it sounds pretty good. Y'all take care. Remember you're a fan of me. I'm a fan of you. Do some good in this world. Hooray!